0: Well, I'm not a millennial. They know nothing about Office 365.
1: After a good single malt, you sound like one.
0: What can I get you guys? The usual podcast whiskey, something unique. This is a well-stacked bar. We've got a lot to cover, Steve, so let's pace ourselves.
1: Or an extra whiskey tonight for all those cloud technology heroes.
0: That's just an excuse. We are the heroes. What are you talking about? Our podcast, Office 365
1: Distilled. Hey, Moraine, episode 37.
0: Yes. Ah, and can I just say, I just love Mondays. Mondays are great. We always record uh, these sessions on, on Mondays, on Monday evenings, but today was a holiday, so uh, I just I've been working a little bit. I the sun is out, so I took my little convertible out to see you for one the the first live recording that we do with the both of months. us in two months. In two months.
1: Just just to be clear, so we don't get reported, Mr. Belgian policeman. He's in my bubble. bubble. <laughs> he's in yeah. my Belgian bubble, so he's one of my four. So we're cool. Yeah. But it's so good to be uh, back in the same we're room. We're
0: one meter and half from each other as well. That's true. Okay. Naked, but one more than one <laughs> me- <laughs> ah. <laughs> one and a half meters. Yep. Yeah,
1: that's put a picture in everybody's mind. Oh, Look at no. that. Yep. 400 people are going,
0: oh God, I'm blinded. I'm blinded. <laughs> 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 yeah, we had some barbecue. I had a great cigar. We're going to taste a brilliant whiskey later on. How can it
1: be a brilliant whiskey? It's from the smallest distilleries in Scotland.
0: Yes. And that's why it is so brilliant because right. these people just love what they do and they.
1: And it's got lots of sherry in it.
0: Yes, so you'll definitely love it. <laughs>
1: Oops! Oh. Uh, no, I know. Then that's cool. You know, we taste anything. We were just talking about what we should do. We've been doing a lot of Scottish whiskies just recently, yeah. so yes. we will. Uh, I think we'll fix that. I think we'll do some. We've done one Japanese, I think, didn't we?
0: Yeah, yeah. We got the the cheetah at, at some yeah. point. I yeah, I think.
1: It's, I think we'll uh, we'll exp- banned into the Asian uh, whiskey markets we'll do some research and try and pull something in either for the next podcast or the podcast yeah
0: sure yeah
1: it's been a busy week in the last podcast busy week we told everybody that we were speaking at the uh, Microsoft 365 global virtual
0: virtual marathon marathon yes and that went very well I think yes absolutely all six of you that listened to our session (laughs) (laughs) sessions sessions yeah we had two sessions one about search, one about Project Cortex. Yep. Both very business focused, uh, so no technical stuff at all.
1: No, yeah. it would. Uh, I think it went really, really well. Trying to take the podcast on the road, I think it worked out well. We'll, yeah, we'll see. So, if anybody did listen to it, give us a call, drop us a line, do whatever you do to contact us. Yep. Uh, would love to know whether it worked or not. We'd like to do more of it, to be honest. Yes. Uh, yes. TED talks at SharePoint Saturdays. Yes. Yeah.
0: But then that's a bit cool. longer than just 50 minutes of a TED Talk.
1: <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that is true. There's a, there's an old genre of speaking now for this. these TED Talks have started.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I think uh, six years ago, I bought this little book like How to Deliver a TED Talk, yeah. which is completely useless, of course, but oh well.
1: Yeah, uh, that's quite cool, cool. So, we were, we had a number of things we wanted to talk about. Yes. We wanted to talk about uh, God. Yes. <laughs> well, kind of talking about TED talks. You you sat there and listened
2: to it's a true. TED talk. Yeah,
0: it is it is a Christian holiday, and that is that is pretty fun. But the, the cat outside is actually laying down on top of the swimming pool, which is super funny. <laughs> on, the
1: floaty thi- on the floaty thing, yeah, yeah, underneath the cover.
0: Oh well. Anyway, no, uh, it is a Christian holiday today, and uh, I, I did watch a, a, a TED movie. Or that presentation around somebody who was talking about trial and error, and how uh, consultants or people in the know are trying to deliver their own uh, ideas agenda. As, well, maybe. yes, yes, as Too strong if a word. they are God. Okay. And his example was uh, some kind of um, uh, of doctors, for example, that they would you would go in, you would say, "Okay, I've got these uh, problems." And he would just go, okay, you've got that issue and take these medicines and off you go and done. Instead of doing some kind of trial and error to see what is going wrong.
1: <laughs> I think it's a bad example though, isn't it? You know, you go to the doctor and you go, I have a pimple on the end of this nose. Oh, that's okay. Look, take this radioactive tablet and let's see whether it works or not.
0: <laughs> y- yes,
1: but... <laughs> <laughs> well, but actually no. we're relying on their knowledge, of course. Yes. But we can get into that a little bit later yes. on. But uh, but doctors are a great example of knowledge. Yeah, Uh, and so
0: are SharePoint consultants. Yes,
1: yes, Yes. Uh, who also are a bottomless
0: pit. A bottomless pit of (laughs) knowledge.
1: I was going to say a bottomless bottomless pit of bullshit, but
0: that as well. Yes, Yes. exactly.
1: And we get paid for it
0: Uh, very handsomely. It
1: would be really funny if we were recording this, wouldn't we? And people could hear us talking now, you know, about consultants being bullshit and getting paid for it. But there you go. It's one of the lost arts.
0: Bullshitting. Uh, or a consultancy. But, yes. oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: but there is a certain amount of, uh, there was a certain amount of kudos that used to be about SharePoint consultants because for years it was a kind of black art. You know, True. Everybody True. wanted SharePoint, but they didn't know how. And it, yes. And we yeah. were there.
0: How do you do it in a proper way? Mm. Exactly. Yeah. And then we had to deep dive into all kinds of weird funny ways of ah yes yes i still remember those days (laughs) very fondly yeah but it's i really love
1: the way that microsoft are taken that change though and they're they're not entirely dumbing down well they've learned a bit because i think sort of three or four years ago they kind of went too far to make it too simple to for the average end user to start using it Mm -hmm. and then that meant we lost a lot of the depth and the power that we could go in there and and do things with and it was only really when they started uh, bringing out the modern pages and there was a good reason for it they needed to do an mvp on the modern pages they needed to test the market but it also meant that people like you and i uh, were not able to kind of roll out high complex sharepoint sites because the modern pages didn't have the functionality but now we are getting that functionality. Uh, this weekend, hey, I needed to do... Um, uh, what was it I asked you the to... Give conditional me formatting conditional formatting on the list. Conditional formatting, yes. yes. And, uh, and I, knew I knew we could do it. i just damned if I... Well, I've never done it before and I know mm-hmm. you've done a few presentations. Yeah. And so, yeah, that kind of complexity is there. And now when Flow came out, I mean... Yeah. It
0: no, w- wait, let's, let's talk a little bit about that conditional formatting because you asked me and I was getting ready to dive into a little bit of JSON code. Yes. Because that's, that's how you deliver these things. Not for me. And No. <laughs> but then, then you actually showed me the list. And I knew what, what we had to do. I knew how the code was going to be. And then we dived into that conditional formatting part. And then we both saw that it was upgraded. I didn't even notice that yep. one. It was upgraded. And we could just click our way through and we got to the end result. And that we was did. Brilliant.
1: And I've been working on it since. And um, you can actually now do different conditional formats on different columns. Yeah. All through the same UI. Yeah.
0: It is is awesome how far it went. And because you were just talking about these pages. And I still remember that back in the day you had to create a, a SharePoint master page and stuff like that. So that you can have the web parts popping up at the right positions and then you have to do all kinds of things to make a mobile version and stuff like that and these days if you want to give a pop of color to your pages it is just that easy
1: it is yeah and uh, my uh, my organizations uh, my client current client uh, they've just got stock images added and so yeah, i was awesome. working on some sites this week and there was stock images and yeah it wasn't there last week and this week it was yeah um so that was uh yeah we could suddenly you can you can impress people now we've kind of gone oh, yeah. through three years of pain, I guess as we've yeah. signed of got there and now we're working on a completely different operating system with fluid coming around the corner and in fact it's there oh, in some places yes. and you know and you there's still an annoying thing so I used to love the, the Diablo screens is that what they called them? you know the pop-ups the floating screen for the form of yeah. uh-huh. course you, you now can't do that because obviously it needs to work on a phone and all those yes. kinds of things yes. so that that is still one of my frustrations but hopefully once uh, we get into Power Apps or when I get into Power Apps a little bit more and uh, and the new lists uh, sometime in the next uh, couple of months then I think there'll be a lot more work you can do with these forms and yeah. make them smart
0: uh, well and, and, and that's where, and people who know me know that I have this opinion, but that's where I think it's gone wrong.
1: <laughs> oh, I so, didn't know this.
0: Microsoft is making everything so much easier than it used to do. Like these teams, uh, like all kinds of stuff. So it, everything is being... Uh, Well, dumbed down is maybe not really the correct word. It's not a valid term anymore, no. No, everything has just become so much easier and I can just explain to people, like just do this and do this and do this and in, in 20 minutes people can start building a decent intranet, for example. If I talk to them for two hours, they can build a decent intranet. With Flow and Power Ups. I think it is... Just too difficult for the regular end user. And of course, it is not meant to be something for the default no, I don't end think user. No, it is. It is really meant for that power user. But I really think that for both Power Automate and uh, Power Apps, it could be made easier.
1: But I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting because we talked about the fact that when modern pages came out, and, but that they seemed to be going the wrong direction, in that they were trying to make everything a little dumbed down, and, mm-hmm. uh, and and we didn't see the long, the long story. No, um, true. Yeah. So uh, maybe that was our fault. We should have considered that. The other so where we are today is that you can do all of this stuff very very easily if you have the knowledge and if you want to.
0: Yes. So there. There is. Tons of really good training material online as well.
1: Yeah, but I still think you you need a mentality for it. So I mean, everybody knows because I've said it lots and lots of times. Just a few years ago, when I was 16, I said I was never ever going to be a programmer. And yeah. this conditional formatting was great to be able to, for me to get there and work out what needs to be done. But I've set a meeting up for tomorrow morning, first thing, with one of the team that do this. You know, because yes, I now understand it. Yes, I'll be able to show them. But those guys program and code and they'll be able to sort of do this in two seconds flat whereas I'm going to have to start thinking okay so is that equal to or greater than or is it before then and do I put that rule in front of this rule whereas they'll go click 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 and it'll be done. I I know that even for me uh, I would not be able to kind of, well I would given time but it's not effective, it's not cost effective on my Mm -hmm. time and Mm -hmm. the business is the same so they need to know the capability of it and there are some users that want to know, there's a Uh, I I know I work with some really great people that are really into it and they teach us and we teach them. Um, And uh, uh, yeah, so I actually think it's positioning itself quite nicely. In fact, over the weekend, uh, I had to go, well, again, I've been working on and off this weekend, but somebody needed to add some uh, items from a spreadsheet into a list. And Mm -hmm. this is not online now. This is on premise uh, because it's not been moved yet. And of Mm -hmm. course, the only real way you can add Three hundred items out of an Excel is table mode, cut and paste. Um, yeah. Okay, and um, but I noticed that there was a by alphabet view, and I'm going. What do you mean by alphabet view? What have I missed here? And sure enough, there was a, a list that was actually in alphabetical order, A to Z. Okay. How the hell of the where what am I missing something here? And um, somebody had been really smart, and I mm. need to go and find out who it is. But basically, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if if it's one of the team, they uh, did a calculated field and basically said, take the first character from the title and put it in this calculated field. And then they create an order and then they group by that field. So they get, you know, all Ah, the A's, all the B's, all the C's and all the D's. And that for me was thinking, yeah, very cool. And that is what we get paid for. Yes. Yeah. When you can... Make it really, really useful for somebody because there is a trick that you have used that isn't normal that is just about a series of things that I know I can do like Le- we spoke last week about the difference between data and information and knowledge, yeah yeah, and so we the data side of this conversation is I can I can do calculated field on the list, yes, all right, which is what they've done yeah. And that's great. I can do a calculated field. But the information side here is, oh, just a minute. If I do a calculated field to choose the letter and group it by that field, then I get an alphabetical list of...
0: Then it's worth more to people who need to consume it.
1: So it gets value. And and now there's some knowledge somewhere because somebody knew how to do that. They utilized that skill, worked out what to do. They went bang. And so that combination of the information, the data and the information and the person created some knowledge that we need to make sure we record and reuse. Because I find it by accident. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I need to uh, definitely go and uh, find out which member of our time did that. And it's definitely when we get back into the office, my uh, shout and the, uh, at the Chinese buffet for lunch. <laughs> In celebration of the alphabetical list. But yeah. but that's, why, that's where the magic is. And so... I don't think they'll ever make flow or power apps simple to use and then there's no need to. Because the average user doesn't need to. They don't need it every
0: day. No, it's true, but also, of course, now with uh the, the new Microsoft lists being announced and coming up in the summer, you will see that you can do very flow like capabilities on those lists. So for example, if a certain item, uh, a certain field of that item is turning into that status, send an email to those people. Yeah, so they're, so they're just pre flows there. Yes, and, and those will be super easy to set up because yeah. theys, those will be like simple rules. And, yes. And, and that is, I think, really uh, the, the the good entry point into a workflow system like, for example, Power Automate for
1: no, I, I think I agree with you. I mean, all they're doing, of course, is pre is changing the UI to get to pre-built flows, which is great if it makes it easy for people. Um, and of course, we get more work out of it when we have to go and sort out the screw up.
0: Yes, but, <laughs> yes, but that in, a, well. in in a good yes. way, you know. Yep.
1: And that's the problem with this TED talk you were talking about. I guess his key message here is there are so many people around that, you know, make godlike decisions or autocratic decisions. Yeah, and. You know, don't test it. Don't tr- don't expect it. It's finished. It's done. That's what you've got. Yep. Whereas, of course, I mean, my hashtag screwed up campaign is all about, hey, test it quickly, fail fast, yes, learn and move on, and yes. uh, you know, uh, and that's where we're at with with a lot of stuff. I absolutely believe that. So
0: yeah, so yeah. That's he neat. he the, the person that gave a TED talk uh, that that TED talk also gave a, a really cool uh, example hmm. of. Um, was, I think, some kind of company that was creating little pellets and they had to design a spray nozzle for that. And they had some brilliant mathematicians coming over and they were designing something and that cost a lot of money and it didn't work. So they just said, okay, let's just do it by trial and error. And they designed five. They tested them out. They took the best one. They threw away the other ones. They took the best one. They made five versions of that one took the best that worked throw, threw away the other ones and then from that one they also just yeah they, they took it to the next level every time and just uh, made some more uh, different variations on top of that and by the end they have something that works brilliantly and nobody knows why it works so brilliantly but it just does so that's what you get with the trial and error part
1: And that's really where Cortex is coming from. Anybody that's listened to any of the Microsoft Cortex uh, presentations that have come out just recently, uh, Microsoft Microsoft talk about creativity coming from knowledge. Yes. And, And that's where innovation comes from. Innovation doesn't come from nothing. We talked about this when we did the presentation for the global conference this week. Innovation really is when you build off an existing idea yes yes so you you know um you basically go hey this is what i want to do oh it failed no worries i'll just put that away somewhere for now and then uh, i'll try something else i think i quoted uh, heineken and their fruit beers so 20 odd years ago heineken in their research and development they uh, they just decided to try and see whether they could make beer out of fruit um you should understand that uh, Microsoft in their test breweries around the world and there's five or six of them just-
0: Heineken in their test breweries, Heineken. not Microsoft. Yeah, Heineken. Yes. Oh, yeah, sorry, did I say yeah. Microsoft? Yeah. Maybe
1: Microsoft should go into the test breweries. So yes, th- they're brewing innovation. Yes. Anyway, so yes, Heineken, um, you know, they, they do a beer every two a week, uh, some kind of experiment or another. Um, and, uh, but anyway, they did this fruit beer and then a few years ago when they started to get popular, they were kind of a step ahead of the market. So, whereas somebody came up with a brand and it had been taken off, they were able to just go back to those experiments and those tests, pull the recipes out, update them, bang, they were able to hit the market very, very quickly. And that that knowledge allowed them to innovate and be creative because they already had the information there and that's what R&D is all about. Mm -hmm. It's not like pharmacy where it's the new tablet that will make us billions. For a lot of organisations, it's uh, hey, let's just see where we go. It's a bit like Microsoft. I am talking about Microsoft Aha, this time. Yes. <laughs> and they're and they students. You know, every student comes in. Uh, sorry, not students, but every um, uh, straight from university into their job. Intern, graduate. That's graduate. the word. Graduate, okay, it's intern. Yeah. yeah, graduate. They're the ones. They come in and they have, they're told the first thing to do is okay, go and cut some code, make us a product, and every so often one of them is such a good neat you know insight that nobody else has thought about it turns into a
0: outlook into spaces
1: a spaces yeah. yes yeah. exactly <laughs> <laughs> actually at the weekend i came across the feature that turns that on on the site i was going through some features for some of oh, the other sharepoint and, oh, spaces there's yeah, the sharepoint yeah, yeah. spaces yeah. feature yeah. shall i no i'll wait and uh, play with no, it
0: no it's it's easy to play around with I know, I know, mm-hmm. I'll mm-hmm. get around to it. Yeah. Prioritizing yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But, no, but, but I was i was actually talking about Outlook Spaces. You know that, oh, that yes. thing that we to- yes, played around we with? we bumped into. Yeah, and because I actually heard the story somewhere that it was originally built by some intern or graduate. Yeah. Um, but actually, I read uh, earlier this week that it is coming. Uh, so I already got a link, so outlook.spaces.com or something. Um and I w- already went in there and it asked me to log in. And then it said, okay, it's still under construction. So I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to see how I'm that just is making uh, a note. popping up. I'm really, really curious to see how that is going to evolve and how that is going to make our people work better. Because I think if you put that into Teams, for example. As a no, tap, no as try again. As a tap in Teams. Put that into Cortex into Cortex yes
1: so that's, that's so that match and then throw in AI that will be an interesting mix mm. from basically basic one, what I remember seeing from that leak and how it would work and the fact that you have this space and the emails and then there's a lot of linking together yeah. you because
0: know? now you just had to together with your team just throw everything onto that board but if you would have an AI that would also say like look You guys are all working around this topic. I think these items might be very useful for you as well. So if we can get that AI infused, then... uh, hmm.
1: Infused, like tea. Yes. AI tea.
0: AI infused (laughs) space. Brew
1: brew for three minutes, come (laughs) up with a new knowledge topic idea. Brilliant. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. No, but it's but, it, but it's cool. So you know the the idea that that knowledge and, and innovation I think is uh, uh, and it's all part of the testing and and processing. And there's a, a, a it's probably out by the time you guys are listening to this, but uh, beginning of June it's this week. There is another Cortex office that's going over the uh, admin side of Cortex. Aha. So they're going to do a demo on how you actually set this up and, and make it happen. So And the office hours.
0: Yeah, so okay. just search
1: Project Cortex office hours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's the last one of the office hours series. Okay. So um, oh. so they were saying, And I might be wrong, but hmm. I, th- I vaguely remember kind of knocking that together.
0: Yeah, we're kind of looking forward to that. And then also looking forward to see who of my customers might want to get into that?
1: Yes, I'd like to get it. I mean I've done knowledge management for years uh, all the way from when knowledge management was attempting to be placed into SharePoint at 2003 and Ooh. 2007 uh, where you actually had sep- 2001 to 2003 you actually had two kinds of sites yes. one a lower site and then you published up to the the, the publishing site and they were trying to do audiencing and stuff like this. Um, so even then I'm going, so the objective is to get to the knowledge side of things. And uh, yeah, you could do it manually. Uh-huh. So, um, but, uh huh. So, but yeah, uh, it, it's so important that people start to understand and watch these videos and start to get the business ready. True, uh, true. Because, uh, and, and again, we will published the links for these sessions that we did this week where we specifically looked at the business and uh, Cortex and search, but ignore that for the time being, but from a Cortex perspective about the different kinds of roles and the people that uh, will be involved in it. So it is so important that people prepare.
0: Absolutely. And people can already start preparing. I mean, if you're working in an organization where knowledge management is important, which To be honest, is all of them. (laughs) If you want to be innovative, yes. Unless you're working for the government, maybe. But then again. Um,
1: They could do with a little bit of innovation.
0: Yeah, and if you're working for the government, you're probably not really working anyway. So (laughs) anyway, (laughs) let's not go there. Um, But no, there are a few things that you can already do. So what Cortex will do is it will... Have that AI generate topics for you, but you can also create your own topics. So you could already you can see the topics. Yes, Yes. exactly. So you could already talk to different people in the business from different business departments and see what kind of knowledge topics they could come up with. Uh, That would be beneficial, and then already uh, get uh, a few people that you could use as a champion for when that uh, feature is going to roll out when cortex is going to roll out so that they're already in the know of what they need uh, what they what they need for from the organization that they've talked to their boss that the boss is said okay you can you can put your time and effort in this yeah that we've exactly. got a budget for that so yeah
1: i think the question of the week to every head of department that you come across or senior management is okay What knowledge have you got that you want to share with the rest of the business? Yes. What knowledge do you have that will add value to everybody else in the business? Or even just one other
0: person in the business? Maybe you can set that up as a matrix. So have all the business departments on your X axis and also on your Y axis. And then for every department, they need to say for all the other departments, that one piece of knowledge that the other would have to know. For example, if I'm doing sales, what do the um, uh, R&D have to know from sales? What does the warehousing have to know from sales? What does uh, supply uh, chain have to know about uh, sales? What do HR have to know about sales? Stuff like that. And then if I'm HR, what do all the other ones have to know? So it's you can set up a matrix. interesting proposition that. Yeah, I I think like so. the
1: idea because you're gonna be passing a lot of information on, but you need to be careful it's not just an overkill. So if oh, you put no, if you course. put some kind of um, scoring system in there, so that the departments could go, that's interesting to me. It's a three. That's a two. That's a nine. That's a seven. And then potentially you could identify your five or six first seeded knowledge items. And if yes. nothing happens, hey, we got it wrong. Who cares? It doesn't it, matter. It, yeah. It, it creates a few things. It's not like you're spending oh. fifty hours building anything. Yeah, true. Yeah. And. Uh, it will present itself to the relevant people anyway and identify the yeah. uh, subject matter experts or yes. or not.
0: And this is an exercise that you can do every six months, for example. Yeah, do it because every quarter, part of your
1: quarterly planning and your yeah. agile process.
0: Absolutely, because I can still remember one of my customers uh, where the uh, transport department, uh, they were actually always very uh, angry with the R&D department because the R&D department was drawing out uh, machines and the transporting department couldn't fit them into the containers so they couldn't be shipped anywhere because they were too <laughs> big so that is definitely one of the things that i was talking to that transport department and they were saying me, if only they would listen to us and look at these are the uh, constraints that we have to deal with so these are the things that you have to know so understand this and and make your decisions on on top of these limitations that we have.
1: Interestingly enough, there's nobody in the organization who has the job of trying to see where these connections and strong connections and and loose connections are. It's true. I love the story of um, um, when Graph first came out. I was kind of one degree away from this story. And um, uh, this managing director was getting a lot of complaints um, from the marketing team that the uh, I need to get this this just get this the right way around but basically the the marketing and the production and the sales team were connecting to each other and talking in the wrong way and um, when graph first came out and you could start reporting against it. He started measuring the amount of communications and meetings that took place between oh, yeah. the uh-huh. various people. Yeah. And he started to see that there was a lot of conversations between marketing and production, and a lot of conversation between sales and production, but nothing between sales and marketing.
0: Uh-huh. Or very little.
1: And when he, when he dug down, it turned out that the guy in production and the guy in marketing played golf together every Saturday morning, or every couple of Saturday yeah. morning, and um, the sales director and the production manager, whatever, uh, they joined the company in the same week.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: so, just those normal internal communications, coffee, lunch and everything else, made sure that they were talking to each other, but there was a complete mismatch priorities and direction between sales and marketing
2: Ooh. and it was
1: so and th- and so graph was able to identify to the director you know by the analytics and went just yeah. hold on a minute I don't get this you know 80% of the wow. meetings had happening in this v-shape here and only 20% and nothing at the management level and so the reporting from the graph and it, it was a big fix for him so we got all of three of them together and that's a there game
0: changer for the company it was it, oh, yeah.
1: it saved Imagine bringing in, uh, you know, one of the five top consulting companies to go, I don't know what's happening with my business because the marketing team and the sales team, they kind of don't seem to hang it together. Yeah. and uh, They
0: will do interviews <coughs> and they yeah. will write these really big reports. Workshops. <laughs> yes. Nobody yeah. will read them.
1: Yeah. And then they'll recommend that there's more workshops and yeah. you know, uh, a reorganization
0: some trial and, yes <laughs> organization, <laughs> yes, some trial and error let's see if we can put uh, people in this position and in that position let's see if that works
1: yeah, and graph sorted it all out, so
0: that is brilliant that is that is truly the power of AI and how that can can help well, it's the not organization.
1: AI. this is not AI this was just no, it's this is actually just true. tracking and reporting yes. against the connectivity that we never had before all that information was there graph was just. So never tracking it or monitoring it or yeah, it was visualizing yeah. it so it, it yeah, was yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. I but get. I mean yeah. don't get me wrong AI is able to kind of sit there and do all kinds of other predictions
0: yeah AI so. will get yeah they will they will make that uh, reorganization happen and we won't understand why or how that will benefit but it would be better
1: so yeah. you go to the board and you go right we've been reorganized AI has told us that we have this problem do you think the board would accept it? Do you think it the board it would accept of,
0: it? kind of <laughs> depends. I think if you're if if it was the board of Tesla, of SpaceX, maybe, but every other company, maybe not.
1: Yeah, yeah. You can oh. imagine it. Hey, marketing, we've had a great idea. What's that? We're going to put a car in space. Oh, what a stupid thing yes. to do! Yeah, everybody's talking about it. Yes. Everybody's sometimes you somebody.
0: need these crazy ideas oh.
1: Well sometimes you just need to say yes have you, ever, have you ever tried This I did a few years ago Have you ever tried to have a whole day where you say yes You don't tell everybody of course Because they'll yeah. take advantage of it Yes. But every time somebody actually comes into the office You go yes Let's work out how we can make that happen It's fabulous
0: I do that with my fabulous. customers all the time I never say no I only say it depends <laughs> nah,
1: that's an excuse. Just say yes. Yeah. Okay. There's a great. Th- the secret of improvised comedy is actually yes and. Yes
0: and. Yes, yeah. indeed. Yeah. You take it and you add something to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: always open because otherwise. You sit there, like we do a little bit sometimes on on this podcast, we very much encourage each other to speak, but when we don't, and because I'm in a freaking awkward mood or something, and we're going, that's crap, what do you want to do? You go quiet, because you've got nowhere to go with it. It's true, And uh, Mind you, we like this all the time, we don't just do it for the podcast, we've we've just sat there in the garden, we've had a great barbecue, and uh, a couple of hours, just, yeah. Chilling, relaxing. The good lady was there, and uh, yeah, it was neat. Planning a weekend away?
0: Yes, yes. Uh, Finally, and, uh, it'll be.
1: That means back it'll to be, normal. We'll be able to tell everybody about it on the next podcast. Actually, two weeks yeah. time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We're, uh, we're let's
0: let's try to get some uh, whiskeys tasted there as well. Uh, once I was about to let's try look to look record that. that. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then I can put the whole visit on the company. Of course, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mister Taxman, I will. B- we'll stamp the date and place where we recorded the podcast. Oh, that's quite neat. Nice. That's quite and
0: talking neat. about AI, there is some AI-created whiskey as well that we definitely we still, still, have still have not need managed to, to taste. Now yeah. that is true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I do know somebody that has tasted it, and yeah. they were not that impressed.
0: No, I heard. But <laughs> 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 well, we'll see. We'll
1: see. We'll see. And that's we'll interesting, see. isn't it? So what went wrong? Did the AI get it wrong?
0: I have no idea. Or
1: was it because of, uh, there was a human finger in there somewhere stirring it?
0: I have no idea. But for example, if we if were briefly talking about AI, trial and error, and whiskey, then I immediately think of that Glenfiddich Project XX, where they took twenty people from around the world, had them taste twenty whiskeys, and then just had the best of them thrown together, and they the the outcome was. Very very enjoyable.
1: It w- they were they really good. That was a great night. Uh, that yes. was a great night. We did the podcast immediately afterwards.
0: Yes, that was <laughs> not a g- great idea. But anyway, but still, they did like this trial and error, and they had people taste stuff and then throw it all together, and they had something brilliant coming out.
1: But but that's what AI did in theory. That's that's the artificial intelligence. Yeah, but thi- it this basically is this is the whole
0: this is the whole trial and error thing, and yeah. then we've got the AI for uh, the the. Uh, Scandinavian MacMyra Mac or something, something like company that. uh, doing, doing AI um, on on yeah the, the correct amounts of whiskey from barrel one and whiskey from barrel 25 uh, to blend that all together so yeah I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of curious to see how that is how that works if that is then better or more enjoyable because I guess it will be based on the on the default tasting palette, so I'm not sure if we have a default tasting palette either. Mm.
1: But so it was. Uh, it's called Intelligence. Okay. So it's called MacMyra Intelligence AI, and basically it said here it analyzed the original 75 recipes, and generated over 70 million recipes from that one. And one was this futuristic expression, a no-age statement, single malt. All right. Okay.
2: So, yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. Apparently, it has an NFC tag on it as well. Um. (laughs) Just a second. I'm not going to go which website I'm in, but this last line here is brilliant. If there's yet another Blade Runner sequel, we'd put money on future Harrison Ford drinking this. (laughs)
2: Okay. Okay. (laughs) Clever. Yeah
1: clever but anyway so that's how they did it but at the end of the day I do remember reading an article that the uh, the master blender had uh, had basically the overall say yeah but where, I, I, I where don't do you start with 7 million choices
0: yeah absolutely so they they must have I don't know rated them or something they, they can't have like 7 million different varieties to test it out and
1: you know something have you ever drank a whiskey from two completely distillers that is exactly the same I mean if you take I I Uh, was funny enough I drank a Jameson's last night yeah Okay. I got it because you know whenever anybody says oh he likes whiskey we'll buy him a bottle of Jameson's he likes Irish whiskey so I always end up with a lot of Jameson's whiskey so it's always kind of my go to no it's not really the one I, i yeah. it's just the default yep. if there's an b- Irish in a bar it's going to be a Jameson's yep. so I hadn't had one for a while last night and I kind of forgot not not that it's the, my injury it's very sherry based so mm. you know it's not my favourite kind mm-hmm. of uh, but it's not dark sherry it's not got that earthy sherry it's no, no, quite it's sweet yeah. so it's quite a nice drink um, but you do know it's a Jameson's I mean you sit and drink it you go yeah it's Jameson's um, Yes. so again I ask the question I wonder how many millions of choices and, and there are because we know that you can get, depending on where you pull the whiskey out on the stack of the distilled distil- stack, you end up with a sourer or sweeter yeah. or a finer mm-hmm. and of course as it ages and as it matures in the barrel it has a different flavour and taste mm-hmm. you, you talk about the AI stuff and you talk about um, uh, you, the memory of, of that whiskey, I always think about Killerman Kilhorman. Mm-hmm. pronounce it for me
0: yeah, Kilholtman. Oh, I got it right. No. Well shit! I must think be a so. Good day.
1: Give yeah. me some lottery numbers quickly. We'll get <laughs> that right. Um, but we talked to to James, the son of the the owner of the distillery, really, didn't we? A few mm-hmm. months ago, and I was interested into how many experiments they do, and he said constantly. Yeah, they're constantly experimenting. They they had that because they uh, that was where they had the wine cask, didn't they? They did one the the uh-huh. new. Um, beach one or whatever and they yeah
0: they, they had a few a few yeah. different things uh, out there yeah
1: yeah, they're constantly mixing mm-hmm. them together and I said so what happens when you get one that's really horrible well you can normally save it you know by blending by it with adding something
0: else, something else yeah. so 70 million with cooking I yes. guess
2: yeah.
1: so 70 million is maybe not you know unusual but you kind of you would kind of want to make the 70th millionth recipe it comes out with assuming that's the furthest away that it's come up with just to see what it actually tastes
0: like
2: yeah
0: and maybe yeah, maybe you can find somebody who really really loves it and
1: whatever yeah, yeah i might put this on the list just mm. to uh to try it but a friend of mine no. did try this uh the swedish whiskey because his heritage is from that uh where it came from okay. Um, okay but i love the idea that there's 70 million i just love that idea because then we know this is never going to become an industry that is
0: pre-programmed or you know oh no 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 it, it the, you will still these people will still have jobs in 20 years or 50 years yeah i'm sure yep.
1: yeah and i mean uh, you know we talked about having this uh, party which we're gonna do the one inch party which we'll go into some more details of, I think, before the end of this podcast and just let people know. But there are certain bottles that I just don't want to finish because I know that when they've finished, it's gone. Yes. I remember the sad day we finished off the 22-year-old Connemara.
0: Oh, (laughs) dark days, (laughs) dark days. Although I
1: did get a chance to taste a little bit when I was in Ireland again. But, Mm. you know, um, uh, this 14-year-old bottle of Kilbegan that I have, Um, The and the thingamichigit. That one, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's just a magic drink.
1: And so, the son of Pete is all gone, you know. And I I read an argument about where they were, a report where they were brewing it the other day. And I'm thinking, I never get to taste that. (sighs) SharePoint 2010, it's gone. 2010, never Yeah, but I'm not so sad about that. Uh, I'm not
0: so sad about SharePoint 2007, 2003, 2010 being
1: gone. Yeah. No. I remember upgrading uh, from 2003 to 2007. Ooh. And uh, we had to yes. take it offline for 10 days.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: the only way we could do oh it. Oh, my. We had to take it offline. we just installed twen- 2003, and it was kind of July when it went live. And my boss came to me and went we could kind of upgrade it over the summer couldn't we it would seem you know before we end up doing a big adoption and get yeah, into yeah, this yeah. and I'm going yeah, okay
0: <laughs> yes and, uh, you said yes I said yes and it was yesterday. Yes. I couldn't
1: say no <laughs> yes man yes
0: and <laughs> we will do it in a no. oh we end up you end up that having to not.
1: export the databases and convert them and of course uh, yeah. it was oh. uh, it was mm-hmm. interesting times uh, again that was something else thank you dear jeff Dear Jeff, thank you for giving us a sensible upgrade program on SharePoint.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Lots to thank him for. Yeah. So, yeah, but that was cool. That was very, very cool. So what else did we talk about today? We said, oh, well, let's also mention this. We talked about the TED Talk and uh, we, t- we talked about knowledge management and yep. uh, uh, which is, which I think we've probably covered. Yeah. It and could well be that we just now go talking about this whiskey.
0: Yeah, now. The steps yeah. that you need to take to uh, go forward and to... Uh, and, and how to already start working on it before Project Cortex is released to already start working on your knowledge management items and uh, get it into uh, the business so that you're fully prepared when it comes out, you can just dive right in and just go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, we said we do that. Yeah. I think it's exciting times and not just because of Cortex. I think uh, knowledge management was there all the time, You just it was manual mm-hmm. and Um, It was all about connecting to the business to make knowledge management work, and we were never very good at that, and we aren't. And so Microsoft now said, look, we'll give you another kick up the ass to get you moving in the right direction. You still need to go and talk to the business, but Cortex will get you a few steps further. And and that's often about what the case is, isn't it? It's like when you go for a new car. You know, hey, what cars would I have would be on my list? Well, that one and this one and that one and the other one, and it's fine, I have 10 that I'm going to go. Am I going to go test drive 10? I don't know whether I'm going to go and test drive ten, but as soon as you get into one car and you then start to find a bit more about it and a bit more, my alpha on the drive, it was exactly that. I went to the garage to look for a Jeep.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. I actually thought I'd have gr- the the big Jeep Grand. The Land Rover. Tourer. Yeah, well, whatever. Mm. And uh, and uh, but as soon as I walked through the door, there was this beautiful artistic piece of Alpha Romeo, and I sat in it and played some music very loud in it and thought, oh, shit, I like this. Went up to look at the Jeep and, and Sarah said, we're not having this, look, it's not efficient, it's not good for the environment, so that killed the <laughs> Jeep. So then coming yeah. back down, I also again got to have a look at this uh, mm-hmm. this thing. So, you know, uh, but then you start to get into it and, and it's going to be the same with, with all of these kinds of things that you need to get into the business. And if you do, then you'll wonder why you didn't do it 10 years ago. Trust me, exactly. I promise yeah. you. If you do this right and if the business respond, Yes. Very
0: important.
1: And it's the same issues you have with adoption. Everybody the last few years have been talking about you adopt, you adopt, you do this. Okay, but if the business is not interested, your adoption program can be the most one hundred and ten efficient programme you've got. If you have not got the business set fire, you're wasting your time. Project Cortex is going to be the same. Yeah, that's that's get started now.
0: For your adoption, if you're doing it with the Atcar model, that's the first A is to actually get them aware awareness, and, 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 and get them wanting that new stuff. Super but
1: important. At the moment with everybody on lockdown working from home, they're just too freaking busy and too focused yes. on the next meeting and the next meeting and everything is so task-oriented. Nobody's got time to think and be creative, so true, true, maybe true, Cortex true. will yeah. deliver that. Yeah.
0: And also, when you set up that knowledge management system, make sure that you keep it up to date. That yes. is very important. As you know, Steve, yes. you just found that out today.
1: Yes, I did. Oh, yes, I did. Yes, you did. <laughs> I live in a 350-year-old sheep stall. Okay, this this is just over the corner for me is a castle. And this, this was the old sheep barn. And, and in the last 20 years... We've kind of, uh, you know, uh, I moved in there in my sabbatical year, took a year out and refurbished it, rewired it and did everything else. And the documentation for all the electrical stuff was all certified and everything else. And today I installed a light in uh, what is actually my uh, sitting room and my uh, my theater room. And now uh, when you turn the light on above the table in the dining room, it now turns on the new light that I installed in the room of the sitting room. And I don't Oops. know why. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. And yet all documented and everything else. But obviously somewhere along the way, something didn't quite get documented enough. And yeah. uh, yes, you're right. So you absolutely perfect example of, uh, of what so needs to be So now you
0: need to do like 70 million trials to see which ones are good. Uh,
1: no, no, I'm going to phone an electrician and oh get okay, them to come okay, in. Okay. It's, yes. it's always a two-man job. If you have to start tapping out wires between light switches and, no, you know. Don't uh, want yeah. yeah. I don't mind So doing you,
0: you're going to bring in a consultant to do it properly?
1: Uh, I yes. am going to bring in, uh, yes, the nephew of uh, of uh, Silver. and yeah, <laughs> but That's, the that's beside
0: the point. But th- you're going to bring in egg outside help, somebody who knows th- his stuff. To help you do it because then it's going to be faster and easier and in the end will save you money and maybe will save you from being electrocuted as well.
1: No, I don't think I'll be electrocuted. I've been electrocuted lots of times. But uh, I mean, did you not know that I'm a superhero, Mr. Electric? (laughs) No? Okay. I remember once.
0: I, I sure, you're, I surely know that you're the barbecue god. That is, <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> yeah.
1: The barbecue god. Yeah, I like barbecuing. It's uh, it's good fun. I'm fairly sure some of our American listeners are just way better at it than we are, or that I oh, am. probably. Uh, it's a way of life for some is, people. Yeah. I get that. Uh, you're talking about being electrocuted. I do remember once fitting a a bell in my first flat. You know, just a mm-hmm. doorbell because it was upstairs and downstairs. And as I'm holding on to this bell, I'm thinking why is my hand kind of going and I got both my fingers on the electrical connections at the back and it had been plugged in and I'm sitting there electricity I've been dead lucky Uh, but uh, I sit there and I wouldn't exactly stick my tongue across it but you know that's (laughs) live so um, I'm sure nowadays I'm older you know everybody clear
0: (laughs) 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 you know It's a it's a nice thing to wake up in the morning, I guess. But it does cold showers. It
1: does bring uh, one of the questions again I have on Cortex, which is uh, about the retention of these knowledge items. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in that you know you're never going to get rid of stuff; it will be retained because that's at the content level, but at the topic level, which is just basically a bunch of um, search terms put together to be able to bring content in and identify it and automatically tag it and all that kind of stuff. At what point does a topic become useless or misleading or misdirected? So can you unseed something, which I guess we'll hopefully look to find out in June. I would expect so if I can seed something especially as it's seeded through the term set. Mm -hmm. So if I can put something into, I can take something out of.
0: Yeah, That makes sense.
1: Because at the end of the day well there's a there's an interesting counter argument if we talk about the Heineken example of the fact that we had you know an archive of recipes for a pati- that allowed us to be able to move quickly on a particular topic then um, you know I guess there's a, a need to be able to think about how you maintain that knowledge
0: true yeah, yeah and that's where the consultants come in yes and that's when we will talk to Joanne Klein to give us some updates on retention policies on seeded uh, knowledge topics. in. Uh, yes. Yeah.
1: Joanne, we were actually talking about you today and uh, about how awesome you are at sort of getting to that point in terms of retention and timing and the session she did uh, last week at, uh, at the Global Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. was brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So, so yes, absolutely. Uh, maybe we'll get to have dinner with her again in Orlando or in November or at Ignite one day. Oh, yes,
0: yes. I, I have to so. say,
1: for the guys, Ryan and, and Joel, that put this event together last week, kudos, big, da, da 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 But it's still not the freaking same as being in the same room with these people. It's not, no. Presenting, I don't mind. Da-da-da is great. You're not seeing audience reaction and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But everything else gets in the way you know yep. time time uh, uh, the time thing <laughs> yes, the fact that it's running at nine o'clock at night is okay, not gonna yeah. make me get motivated to go and attend a session at nine o'clock at night or at four o'clock in the morning, you know um so yeah, the fact that you can go visit and you've got all the rooms available to you and you can wander around and get your 25,000 steps in so it's healthy as well. True. Um, but, you know, and, and go up and ask these questions and bump into them into the corridor and, you know, attend the red party. There was no red party. You know, going yeah. to, you know yeah. so, uh, you know, human interaction is still key and will never, ever be replaced.
2: True. No.
1: But,
0: uh, I, I totally understand what you mean. Yeah. I'm, I'm dying to get back into some real... In real person conferences, yeah. But I'm sure everyone is. How can you
1: make Project Cortex connect people together? Physically drive a meeting. So these are your subject matter experts. Everything we've looked at is hey, there's a topic card and there's a list of names at the bottom. But I wonder whether AI will get to be like hell, you know, the. Oh, from Space Odyssey. Space Odyssey, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, help. Yeah, no, but uh, is it Space Odyssey? Two thousand and one. Space Sp- yeah, Odyssey. Yeah, you're right.
1: You're right. You're right. My apologies. It was a number I was thinking of. But you know, guys, I'm going to set a meeting up for you because you need to talk about this subject. Wow, that would be so that intrusive. That would
0: be awesome. Yes, yes, that would be super cool. Uh huh.
1: Drive if it's innovation by AI.
0: Like active, active driving it instead of just passively saying you might want to take a look at this, but actively saying like, you, you and you, you guys need to talk about this topic and you, these are the things that I want from you so that we can drive these business goals and have that outcome.
1: Awesome.
0: Yes. That that would be Project Shit. Cortex uh, 5.25. Five uh, five
1: yeah. It's interesting though, isn't it? It, it could actually be, a, a you could potentially use the AI stuff of, um, flow of Power Automate to drive some of that.
0: Yes. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Right then. Um, okay. It is exciting. Okay. Just yes. dawned
1: on me. I was thinking to myself, people and the value of a coffee, you know, with a bunch of people or a tacos in a restaurant with yeah. people that you only get to see every so often. Sure. And instead what you of learn just.
0: Instead of just saying like you and you, you both have in your hobbies written down that you like squash a mountain bike. So maybe you should have a connection and maybe you should drive mountain bike together. No, 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 no. Actually real in-depth.
1: You read this article and you went to this subject meeting, you accessed this page and spent a certain amount of time on it. Yeah. And so we should be able to come up with an algorithm that says, look, you know, hey, uh, I've I've done it in your lunchtime and... uh, you guys and this is your agenda (laughs) you 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 know what it's like today topic cards yeah topic (laughs) cards (laughs) you know what it's like today you suddenly find a meeting in your calendar and you go what am i doing what's that meeting it was been oh freaking you don't know what the meeting's for so you get to the meeting and you you wait for somebody to present an agenda or you wait for somebody to go and you realize that you organized the meeting but Nobody will care. Yeah. All of a sudden, there'll be an agenda for you to uh, to get onto. Yeah. So, and and it'll be Cortana's voice in the meeting that says, "Guys, uh. this is your agenda for the uh, yeah. the next few hours." Your
0: mission, should you choose to accept it.
1: Funny enough, yes. I watched that last night. I was catching yeah, up too. with Mission Impossible. Yeah. I haven't watched. That. I've watched the. I watched the one before the uh, Fallout. So that's yeah. my next one. Listen, we've been rabbiting for fifty-five minutes. We're going to go Already? over the hour. Yes. Oh no. Yes. Oh. So we need to drink whiskey. This was a really good conversation. We need to, Yes. Yeah. It's amazing. People back together in the same room and look where it gets yes, to. Yes,
0: brilliant ideas occur. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: I'm going to sniff this whiskey. I know you've already sniff had a taste away. of this. So tell I everybody about this distillery.
0: Yeah. So what we're drinking is the Edradur, 10 years old uh, distiller's edition. Um, so what... So a few months ago, before this whole COVID uh, thing, uh, I was uh, in Glasgow for the Scottish uh, summit. And I stayed uh, with my girlfriend for a few extra days. And then we just drove around. Uh, We rented a car, drove around, went to the Isle of Skye, stuff like that, because we both like whiskey a lot. And uh, the last day we were just driving back and uh, I saw... On the map, we, we still had time to do a few distilleries, so I saw on the map uh, the Edredur distillery and there goes the microphone. Um, so um, we decided to drive down there and uh, it is a, it's, it's some kind of a drive. So you have to drive through these little towns, little villages, past farms past really tiny roads where only one car can can drive at a time and then suddenly you see these little white houses uh, over a bridge and that's the, uh, the, the distillery and because it, it was still early March uh, we couldn't visit of course so we could only go to the shop where there was a really nice lady talking to us but we couldn't have any uh, we couldn't drink anything there was no tasting uh, set up there was no visits uh, planned so we just bought these little bottles and then uh, over uh, some lunch where we just bought some lunch uh, somewhere, we uh, had these as well. We tasted them and I just love the taste of this editor. So I'm, I'm a big Isla lover, so I like the Kilhomans, the Lagavullins, the Bunahavens, all these things. I love them so much. But for a non-Island whiskey, I think this is absolutely the best thing that's ever come out of Scotland.
1: Very sherry. Very very sherry. It is. So I know it we've is. talked about this before. I was just uh, reading up on this very quickly. The entire production run is by two men who can produce a maximum of only eighteen casks per week.
0: Yeah, it is the smallest distillery in Scotland. That's the what they smallest say. stills. They call themselves the yeah.
1: smallest. They still manage to produce no less than thirty different single malts. And and when we talked about this last week, mm-hmm. of course I had the malted version from them. Yes, the Balchin. So the Balchin, yes, yes and which so we will try in
0: another podcast. To, uh, the life. No, festival. no, we're
1: going to go to some other country yeah, first. Yeah, of course, yeah, but yeah. in due
0: time oh, we'll okay, try. If we that. have
1: to, yes. All right. So tell everybody what you think. Yeah.
0: Uh, so, yes, absolutely, lots of that. Sure, it's it's also like pretty dark color. It is yes, as well. It kind of uh, has
1: that sherry color about it. Yes, it, it goes yes. with the uh, with
0: the nose. Yes, exactly. I kind yeah. of
1: I've not actually looked at the uh, the what is on there but I do get plums for some reason.
0: Yes. Yeah. My trouble is that I've got uh, a terrible case of hay fever and I'm not smelling a lot a at the moment. Case of hay fever. Yes. <laughs> but I I do get the plums and I do get lots of that sherry in there. Yes.
1: It's very smooth though, isn't it?
0: It is. And it's warm warm and inviting and it's just that kind of whiskey that wraps its arms around you and says everything will be fine do not worry okay I think this is the perfect uh, wood fire whiskey kind of thing
1: I'm shaking my head here no. I'm a long way from a wood fire and a and a nice no. hug and I'm not dissing it it's no. not a bad whiskey it is no. smooth
0: but Maybe it's to come not through. your taste no mm. well its drinkable very very drinkable mm. it is, so let me add a little bit of water
1: as well, so it gets better as you go through the second taste on it so yes, the nose is definitely fruity uh, i uh, i could I could get plums in there and uh, it's quite normal when i when I have a sherry whiskey there's no doubts about that um I love the uh, whichever website or on my Flavia site here, the flavor profile is seriously entertaining. Um, but not on the first taste, but on the second taste, I get it. Yeah, they talk about marzipan, I get that, and yeah. I can get fruit, fruit, fruit gate, yeah, yeah. I get that too. Yeah. Um, but um, the finish is very short, and again, it's those dried fruits again. So I, I kind of feel this is, it's not one dimension, but it's a limited dimension. For me, it doesn't yeah, yeah, have no. that, that depth sure, yeah. of, uh, of flavors. Maybe not on this. I'm going to drop some water in a minute and mm-hmm. just see what that brings out. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, but the, the Balachin, for example, I adored that last week. Oh, yeah, we yeah, We tasted yeah. it and it's I'd add it in the back of the shelf. Yes. So maybe that's more to
0: my taste. I don't know. But yeah. this... That um, also doesn't have that much sherry in it. No, it doesn't. So but it also
1: doesn't have the, the, the finish on it either
2: it's
0: true
1: so why is this so cool for you?
0: I don't know I just like the taste so much it's just got that um, if, if I'm not drinking smoky, heavily peated um, then for me this is definitely the go to but I cannot explain why, it is just that range of flavor that I just enjoy that much water makes a difference to it I
1: have to say
2: Mm -hmm. Mm.
0: it's maybe that heavy sherry part that will die down a little and will bring back the other
1: yeah it's a nice drink I won't take that away from you it's certainly better than what we tasted last time we were here um the one from uh, the that? orkneys wasn't it the uh, oh yeah orkneys that last one yes. that was uh-huh. really difficult to get hold of yeah and um for what this is missing it's missing those kind of licorice d- and depths from uh, from the balachin that is that is there but uh, it's a drinkable whiskey uh, but again i think for me it's a little over fruity okay and, yeah. and sherry Might but, be. Uh, mm. but i get where th- that's why you get the warmth from and that big hug
0: yeah because now today it is like 100 degrees outside. <laughs> it is, yes. I think this is even a, a good one to, uh, to drink now. But as you said, now that I can think about it, yeah, it's it's not overly complex. Maybe that's also why I like it. It's valuable. There's because no d- it's, it's, it's drinkable. Correct. And um, it, the finish is not super long although it kind of lingers it's still there i know i was just it thinking it lingers the same. a little bit but it's it's not like with uh with an art bag that you get bombarded and then no. you can't taste anything else for four hours
1: i was sitting there t- thinking i could taste um uh, fruit salads they're a, a sweet in the uk they're a kind of raspberry and a orangey mixy chewy thing okay but just as it's going away there i'm just kind of hitting that sweet spot on the back of the throat ah, yeah. which is uh, interesting uh, but that's okay. since I added the water. Yeah. But, hey, listen, I've just oh. drank a whiskey from the smallest distillery in Scotland. True, true. But it has small stills. I know. Read I remember reading about that earlier. It has the smallest stills. Yeah, okay <laughs> in there with They're this big. <laughs> by thumb and finger, just identify yeah. the smallest stills. they
0: are about five centimeters high. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but uh-huh. that
1: tends to make a sweeter whiskey. So, okay. you know, I mm-hmm. guess that's what yeah. we're going. But um, excellent. Thank you for bringing yeah. it. And uh, don't bring any more. But thank you for bringing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes!
0: No, okay. no, no, oh, no, no, no. I
1: uh, one of the things that we said is we talk technology office three six five, and we bring people a whiskey that is unusual yes. and yes. something that they may or may not be able to get to. Absolutely. And yeah. Uh, and yeah, I can't wait to do a review at, at Christmas. So uh, yes. We're going to try and open this up, aren't we? We're going to try it. Yes. and do something. And yes. I know it's a long time, but the last podcast of the year, we're going to try and uh, and get as many people online drinking particular kinds of whiskey as possible. We may not use them all at the same event. Yeah. No. So you know, we want uh, people to keep the last shot in the bottle of their special whiskey when they find something that's really nice. Keep the last one inch of the bottle, so it's going to be a one-inch party. Uh, we'll invite some belgium guests here and anybody else that wants to join us. Uh, they'll bring their 1 inch and we will do a whiskey special. yes. we'll um we'll do a little bit of technology. but yeah, we'll try and do a whiskey special. and of course I'm keeping all these 1 inch parties. you need to stay over that night or i need yeah, to stay yeah, over no, no, at your absolutely, place. Because absolutely. i got a feeling that might be a heavy yes. kind of session. um but uh, yeah, that might be fun. Uh, yes. we'll work on that one a little bit more and we'll do it at the end of november so so it doesn't get caught up in uh, in the december so yes keep your one inches uh but please don't keep any of this all right Um, (laughs) okay okay okay. i get it i get it and the balachin we did actually finish didn't we uh, we did so i might have to go and get a a bottle of that one uh, already way ahead of you yes yeah oh good awesome well this was a great podcast as always they're all great of course and, and you standing back here again. You have the ro- you have the um, uh, Salvador Dali mustache on again. So where the lights light up your glasses, you kind of have this thing going on oh, your face, the shadow okay, okay. makes you look like a, a Salvador yeah, yeah. Dali mustache. All right, all right. Maybe you should grow one; it suits you.
0: I had one. There are some weird pictures of when I'm holding my daughter as a newborn baby. I had this big, like, how do you call it, a curly, curly, curly yeah, yeah. mustache. Yes. Oh, never wow. never again. <laughs>
1: that should be on the uh, speaker notes then for uh, yeah. yes maybe Mir- I'll
0: maybe I'll put that on there All as well. right
1: yeah. awesome, awesome. So we talked about knowledge management and how you should prepare for knowledge management. We talked about uh, our you know simplicity is not always as complex but yes. it does mean that users are easier to adopt the products they can get to some of the features easier mm-hmm. uh, but there's always something that a consultant needs to do. Uh, add real value yes. uh, which is cool it basically means that we're in a job for however long we need to have the job so uh, so yeah that's neat uh, what else did we talk about he says dodging this fly out of his way
0: well we talked about the, the god complex about the trial and error uh, things um, yeah.
1: hashtag true it up absolutely fail fast it's uh it, it is the best way for users so this weekend i was building a list for somebody and they they wanted to do the uh, they want to make sure that some of the fields are mandatory and not mandatory yeah. so we'll work on it uh, tomorrow i think i've set a meeting up we'll look at it we'll he'll certainly go no that's a waste of time and that won't work and that's cool so we can change yeah. it before uh, before he goes live next week so yeah absolutely the way forward don't assume That you know what a user actually wants they can say something but it won't be what they want
0: oh i yes that has happened to me so many times (laughs) and even in the last few times that people were saying that they needed to skype to each other where they actually didn't have skype (laughs) installed or not even a skype (laughs) username but they were actually saying we need to have a way to talk to each other via some online broker system and wow. they were just saying we need a way to sk- we want to Skype to each other. So we I was setting up that Skype meeting for those people. But like, okay, what's your Skype account? I don't have a Skype account. Okay, so <laughs> you, you actually mean that I can just set it up in Teams then and just send you an invite and then but you don't need anything and da 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 da.
1: Yeah. That's your so fault, you yes. know, that's your fault, don't you? Yes. Yeah, it's your fault on several counts. One is you're the consultant, so it's yep. always mm-hmm. your fault mm-hmm. uh, or our fault. So I know that feeling. And of course, you didn't ask the right questions.
0: That is true. You yes.
1: assumed they knew what they were talking about. Uh,
0: that is what I assume all the time. But I and we,
1: we should stop talking about assumption now because otherwise we'd be on here for another hour yes. or two at least. So exactly. let's stop that now yep. and say goodbye. So uh, for me, because I always like Moraine to finish off, um, and uh, I'm just going to say very, very simply that uh, this smallest distillery makes great smoky whiskey. This one, for me, wasn't a big thing, but Moraine absolutely loves it. So anyway, it's so a good night for me. Hope you enjoyed the chat. Great to be doing it here in the same room again uh, with the awesome Moraine, and I uh, hope you've enjoyed the podcast. So good night, Cy si Steve on Twitter, if you want to drop me any messages.
0: Yes, thank you, and it is uh, brilliant to be back here again. Uh, I miss this place <laughs> so that's it for me at uh, Marin Somers uh, follow me on uh, Twitter as well um, and up to the next one up to number 38 I hope 38. you enjoyed this one and cheerio bye bye if I give you a bottle will that help you hit the road
1: that would be awesome if only we could put whiskey in the cloud and build an app to download it straight into the glass.
0: And you said I was the millennial. All right. Out, out. Thank you, miss. See you next time. Oh, Steve, you know what? You know what we forgot to talk about? Next time we in on the next Office 365 <laughs>